coming up in today's episode. And even still to this day, you know, I was in remote closing academy. It didn't seem like I was working or training. It just seemed like I was having fun. And I have a 100% close rate <laughs> since I started. Like everyone that's come with me, everyone that's come on the call with me, they, they, they get closed into the, uh, the course. You just got to keep going. Like if you know that you know what you're doing and you know you're confident and you know that you can sell, you just got to sell yourself to people. And the truth is, is everyone's been selling their entire lives, right? They've been selling their thoughts, their opinions, their suggestions to people their entire lives, right? It might not be in the form of traditional sales experience. But we've all done it. All right, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Welcome back to another episode of the Remote Closing Academy podcast. And we're trying something a little bit different, trying a little snippet before the episode to give you a sneak peek of what you're going to be listening to. So let me know what you think about that. But today we're going to be talking to another young buck. Last week we talked to Aiden Orozco, who was able to make $10,000 in a single month as an appointment setter. And this one we're going to be talking to Mr. Rob Gunthy, who within a two-month period was able to come into RCA, learn all the strategies and the scripts and, and the mindsets and all the things that we teach and not only get placed in his first offer, but be so good to the point where he get, got headhunted by a different offer and uh, got placed into them as already rising the ranks and already a closer for them as well as their head of client success. So I don't want to spoil everything in this episode, but again, I just wanted to really highlight how amazing this interview is from a standpoint of really learning how possible it is to not only see success, but see very quick success as long as you put in the work. So if you want to figure out exactly how he was able to do all this, make sure to sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. What's up? And welcome to the podcast. Yeah, all right. Thanks for having me. Um, super hyped to, to be on, dude. When you, you sent me the message uh, this morning, I was like, oh, wow, I gotta hop on this. Absolutely. Clear the schedule. So, um, dude, I'm, I'm really excited to be here. I'm happy about it. And uh, can't wait to chat and cheer up the viewers. Amazing, man. So, let's just go ahead and, and take a. And first of all, yeah, again, appreciate you you jumping on kind of last minute. We uh, we've been really trying to batch out some of these episodes, and um, you know, finding people um, on here has just been um, you know syncing up times and stuff like that has been a little bit of a challenge. But uh, Rob was able to jump in and, and help out. So let's uh, as we always do, man. Let's go ahead and rewind the clocks a little bit around you know where you were even before like remote closing or setting was even a thought. Like you know, I'm, I'm assuming th- did you go to school? Like what did that look like? Did you have any jobs? Like let's just let's talk about all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So let's take it back uh, maybe eight eight months ago, right? So, um, you know, May, April, somewhere around that, I guess. So I was chilling in school. Um, I go to a military academy. I was studying to be an Army officer. I'm still on that path now, but I uh, took a break. Um, and one of the things that hit me was um, I love the path that I'm on. You know, I love the opportunity to help people mentor people and help them achieve their goals and make sure that people get home safe at the end of the day. And I really love the idea of, you know, being a leader and, and being a mentor to someone. I've been on that myself. Um, but the biggest issue was for me is there's a trade-off with working in the military, right? So awesome. I got the fulfillment. But the issue was, is as you might have guessed, is, is the finance part of it, right? So the income is very limited, even as an officer, you know, with a college degree. Um, you know, capping out like sixty to eighty thousand your first couple of years, and it doesn't grow much after that. So, one of the things that I was looking at was like I need to maintain my lifestyle. You know what I mean? I need to. There's certain things that I wanted in life, and I knew that I couldn't get that if I just did the military full time, and I didn't look at any other way of you know getting income. So, um, I'm sitting in college one day, and I was having a bad semester. I was failing a couple classes, and I decided, screw this. You know, let me just go ahead and look up 
you know, some gigs just messing around. And on Instagram, I saw this girl and she was posting all these like lifestyle pics, you know, traveling, hopping on airplanes and, you know, eating nice dinners and going out partying or whatever. And I looked into her page a bit because it was on my explore page. And what I found was she was talking about something called your closing. I was like, what the hell? So anyway, I was looking into her page and I was like, oh, this is cool, whatever. When I heard remote closing, I was like, what? Like, are you talking about real estate or like closing houses remotely? I didn't understand it. <laughs> and um, uh, somehow, some way, I found a YouTube video that talked about remote closing. I think it led me to Remote Closing Academy. And obviously, that's where the, the light bulb clicked. So pretty much the next day, I got on a phone call with someone. Um, you know, he shot me a text. I don't remember who it was initially. And I was like, yeah, man, this is awesome. Let's do it. Um, you know, got on the phone with them. Obviously, booked the call with Cheyenne, who's not with um, RCA anymore, but uh, she was the closer that closed me and got me into the program. And uh, I think that first call, I said no. I, I wasn't interested in it. Um, or at the time, it just didn't feel like it was the, of value to me because like, I just didn't see how... Um, I, didn't, I didn't see the value in it, right? And so then fast forward like four months later, I got a couple more text messages, a couple more emails. I was always looking back at it. And I was always thinking every time I would see the notification popping up, I was like, dude, I should try this. I got to get into this. I got to give it a chance. And I never did. So, you know, after four months of seeing all of that, I was like, okay, screw it. Let's hop on another call. I bought it that day. Um, I, I did like a plan, plan. I put down like half up. And then, um, yeah, I, I mean, two months afterwards, um, I'm, I'm already working a job as a closer and a sales manager. So. Dude, that is so awesome. Like just to, to see, it's, it's funny to see like, and same thing has happened to me in the past too. Like, you know, you, you get on like an initial call and like you have this like initial itch that you need to scratch. And then it's like, when it becomes real, it's like, no, like maybe not, maybe like later on, but then like, exactly. Yeah. You find an excuse. And then it's just like, you just keep getting hit with it over and over and over again. And you can only like, you know, you can only see someone else making 10, $15,000 a month without like just needing to do it yourself. You know, like crazy part too is, is like, uh I just didn't want to, like, I didn't want to text Cheyenne back or whoever it was at the time back, you know, trying to book me for these calls and just say I'm not going to make it or I didn't want to go. So I just found it easier to hop on this new. Yeah. The second time, they just really sold me on it. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm curious, like, what, um, you know, because you're saying even when, you know, you're working and, you know, about to go into the military and in that, like, realm, you said something around the lines of, you know, you knew that there was like you were destined for more and you know, you wanted more and you didn't, you wanted to be able to do something that would like help you maintain your lifestyle. Where do you think like that mindset, like at such an early age, like what, what's put you in that mindset that you, that you know that you are worth more? It's just like, and I'm, I'm not, you know, um, talking down on, you know, service to the public at all, but it's just, in an organization to, as big as the army, as, as big as the military, as big as the Department of Defense, um, unfortunately, uh, you don't get paid for the value you put to a company or you put to that organization, right? You just get paid for your time and it's flatline. And you can work as, you know, you could be the worst worker, you could be the best worker, it doesn't matter, you're still getting the same pay. Um, and that hit hard for me because, uh, you know, I, I felt that um, I deserved more and, mm-hmm. Um, 
for me, honestly, it was just like, there were things that I wanted to do and I knew that I couldn't do it. Um, if I just had that one source of income, right? Like, and I was thinking about, you know, I took out a couple of personal loans for school and I was thinking about paying those back. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be making like $8,000 a year. How am I going to pay that back? And yeah. so it was really just like, I needed to find another source of income, you know what I mean? So that I could live the lifestyle that I wanted to and, and not be so financially stressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just think it's, it's such a good, like kind of mindset to, to find out early on, right? Because you have... You know, there's some people that would that kind of look at that and just accept it. You know, they accept the fact that like, okay, like I'm going to make $80,000 and they, they kind of just stick with doing that. Right. And there's, you know, we all, we all live one life and there's, you know, it, there's making that decision that you don't want to do that for the rest of your life. Right. It's not, it's not that like anything about the organization or anything like that. It's just like, I, you know what you're worth and sometimes you have to be selfish for something you're going to do for the next 60 years <laughs> you know i think it was just looking at like my family members right like my mom she's like 58 now retiring um she had a good job you know like i had a good lifestyle growing up and never had financial issues but like just looking at her like working in the same organization and you know missing out on certain promotions and just like you know getting less than what she deserved it seemed like it was just like i i want more for myself and that kind of influenced it too for sure mm-hmm. just seeing other people like you know not get what they wanted to achieve out of out of life you know what I mean I didn't want to be unhappy yeah yeah so okay so you see the ad you jump into RCA and you you start going through some of the content what was like some of the first maybe like impressions of like the program in general like were you excited were you scared were you both <laughs> like I feel like that's kind of the answer of, of both so excited yeah I was super excited I didn't know where to start um but like before I even got on with my coach like as soon as I put the payment in I wanted to get started immediately. I didn't know where to start. <laughs> um, you know, obviously, like I kind of knew, like I had to go ahead and, uh, you know, wait for the coach with the call, the call of the coach. And my coach said, "Wow, he was awesome." But um, so anyway, you know, I just was looking at uh, the school, um, you know, or community where we get all the coursework and whatnot, and we communicate with other students. Um, and uh, you know, there were a bunch of people who were like willing to help me out. I just posted it. I was like, "Hey, I'm new." Um, they, they took me in, they told me, Hey, get on these mock calls as soon as possible. Someone gave me a script. And then within the next two hours, I was doing mock calls as a prospect. Um, so yeah, I was a bit like, um, I was very excited, but I didn't know exactly, um, what it was going to be like that first day. And then obviously like my coach cleared it up the next day when I met with him and, you know, he, he kind of set the pathway for me. He kind of gave me my goals immediately. Um, I think he recognized that I was like a go-getter and didn't really want to chat too much, which I really appreciated because I just wanted to learn everything I could as fast as I could and, and get it into practice. And, um, you know, Ahmad sat down with me within the next 15 minutes. I was set. I knew what I had to do. And then like two weeks later, I had most of the program completed. Damn. <laughs> that's and I say that because there's a lot of stuff like there's a lot of content in there like it's it's pretty it's pretty dense now I will say though like you know, I don't know if you can attest to it as well but like it it is pretty organized right for like kind of a couple different people right it could be for someone yeah someone that's like you know they want to get like a fast track like you you do or you know if they want to take their time a little bit like it's it really you know what we tell everyone you know we uh, biggest question people always have is like how quick can i see success it's like well how quick do you want to move like how how fast do you want to go through through some of the content so from like i mean just to ask you like from jumping in into first like getting you know place like what was that what was that timeline like like um the fine like getting in place 
Um, so joining your first offer. Joining my first offer. Okay, so mm-hmm. from me enrolling in a program, doing the training, starting that training on day one, uh, to my first offer, month and a half, a little bit, a little bit oh, less, man. I think. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's like really going at it, like doing the mock calls, like all that stuff, right? Doing the mock calls. Yeah, I, I mock calls was 90% of my time. I, you know, yeah. those videos that Cole Gordon put up on the uh, training, those were awesome. You know, if I was eating lunch, if I was eating dinner, if I was like in the shower, I'd pop my AirPods in and I'd just watch those videos and it, it worked for me. Um, I just, honestly, the for me, I just took advantage of all of my free time. I was able to complete it. And then like, you know, I, it, it's not me rushing through it. It was just, I really took the time to sit down and like regurgitate the information and understand it. And, um, you know, with all the, um, constant like reassurance from my coach and other people in the community, it was just, it was super easy to get on board with it. And, um, honestly, Aaron, the, the course content's not hard. Like what we do as remote closers isn't hard. It's just, learning the sales process and learning how to communicate with others and a lot of people they already have that they just need to unlock that passion with inside of them or just understand that they have what it takes already i think that's what rca is mostly about it's not about really developing you as a salesperson it's more about just you know finding your own person finding yourself or you know finding your own salesperson uh persona if you will um at least that's what it was like for me um, you know, I found that I had a lot of the skills and a lot of the knowledge already in my mind, even though I didn't think so. Um, it was just gaining that confidence and getting my reps in. I agree, man. It's there, there's so many, and I think really what that comes back to is there's, you know, there's these people we've talked about it before is like, um, you know, there's people that get kind of labeled like that, like the used car salesman, right? It's like the people that knock on your door or, you know, the people in the middle of the kiosk at the mall or, uh, you know, again, use people at the used car sales, uh, you know, places is the sales kind of gets like that negative, like that negative connotation. And then also because it has a negative connotation, I feel like there is just so much resistance behind learning sales. And therefore it's like people make it this really difficult thing when all it is, I mean, sales, yeah, all, at the end of the day, all sales is, is hi, like high levels of communication. Like, can you talk to someone? Can you ask them the right questions to help them understand that they aren't where they want to be and they're not on a path that's going to get them there? And then do you actively have the thing that is going to bridge the gap between those two things, right? Uh, Cole talks a lot about like hell versus hell, uh, heaven island. It's like, are you the path to get or the bridge to get from from point A to point B? So I 100% agree. Um, go ahead. Yeah, with that, man, I mean, it's 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 being a mentor. It's not even sales. I mean, like, when I started out my job, I immediately took on the mindset of just being a friend and helping others achieve their goals, helping others get into this business, and that's really stuck with me. I have a 100% close rate <laughs> since I started. I, oh, I have shoot. not, like, everyone that's come with me, everyone that's come on the call with me, they, they, they get closed into the, uh, the course and closed into the offer, and I'm proud of that because... Um, I don't think of it as me making money or me being a salesperson. Obviously, that the money part is a huge, you know, plus. But um, it's just generally being able to help people, and it's it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And as long as you have that mindset, and as long as you communicate with people on a personal level, you'll kill it in this industry, one hundred percent. Yeah, when you when you come from the the standpoint of more of like helping as opposed to selling, is like as a byproduct of helping them, you will help them move forward into into the next step. 
So what, um, you know, I always ask people like, what is your favorite or what is slash was like your favorite, I guess, aspect or part of the program, uh, in general? The community by far. Yeah. Commu- so what aspect? I, of the I, I, just like the, the students, the, the coaches, the training that was provided, like the mock call groups, the zoom meetings throughout the week. Um, I didn't expect it to be, you know, I didn't expect my calendar to be full every week. Um, and it, and it was, um, and I, I took every opportunity I could to, to attend those meetings and those trainings. And I was just always doing outreach with community members, talking to them, fellow students, whatever. I was talking to coaches that weren't even mine. Um, and yeah. it, was just, it was a really, um, eye-opening experience because there were so many people that were like you know 20 30 years older than me who were like executives at like you know a decent company and or fortune 500 company and then they just left to go pursue this and you had people who were like yeah man i screwed up my first like 10 years of life and now here i am at 30 years old and i'm trying this and it's working out great for me i mean i remember hopping on like one of my first mock calls and uh this dude i mean he was like, yeah, I, I make $3 million a year in sales. I think it was in uh, to NFT trading and you uh-huh. know, a couple stocks. And I was just wowed. I was like, wow. Whenever I've ever talked to someone who makes $3 million in a year. And he was like, yeah, it was a pretty bad year because. Uh, <laughs> when when $3 million a year, when $3 million a year is a bad year, I mean, you know, you're in the you're in a good spot. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. And like, I was just like. It was almost really humbling because like i was like okay why is this guy who makes so much money like still in this program and i think at that point it's like when i realized the value because i was talking to people who had good jobs who you know seem to make it to where at least i want to be in life and they were here investing in themselves and putting in the effort and that's where i saw the value 100 percent. yeah i love hearing that man because I talked to, you know, the people that have been on this podcast and even just like seeing it within the the groups is like everyone always raves about community, right? It's one thing. And the, the cool part about that is, you know, as we see other, um, you know, programs and, and communities kind of, or, you know, other programs just specifically pop up, it's like, you know, what makes RCA different from anything else? And that is, I mean, we have at this point, thousands of people that are in there that are, like you said, they're 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 jump they want to jump they want to jump on the calls with you they want to hold you accountable like if you really want it for yourself there are there are other high level people in there that want the same thing and if they can find someone like you know a rob or find someone like you know some of these coaches it makes it um, not only easy i wouldn't say easy right it makes it simpler to, to get to the end goal and it also makes it more jo- enjoyable right it's like i i had you know, my my agency before I you know started working with Cole with with social and remote closing is, you know, I, I found myself like literally just like staring at my computer for 15 hours a day, like not really talking to anyone because I was like so deep into it. But like if you can find someone, even just one partner, you know, out of the probably, you know, again, thousands of people that are willing to help you, like it makes it makes your life a whole lot easier and, and more fun just to. It's, it, it's more fun. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it, and even still to this day. Um, you know, I was in a remote closing academy. It didn't seem like I was working or training. It just seemed like I was having fun and just learning a new skill. And, and even now in my, my current position at, at the agency I work with now, it's, it's the boys and girls making money and it's, it's just exciting. It's fun. And, um, that's what attracts me to this career field so much. It's just the new way of making money. You don't have to show up to an office in a suit and tie. You can just, you know, chill in your bed, and, you know, put on a nice shirt for your zoom meetings and uh 
have some some basketball shirts on the on the bottom too. <laughs> you just gotta look. You gotta look good for the. Yeah, one hundred percent. And it it's just really the community and and the communication and, and talking with people. That's that's what I like the most about this. And um, you get to you control your own destiny. Honestly, that's that's what I've realized. One hundred percent. What um you know we we talked about the like your favorite parts and and the stuff that you love, but I'm I'm always curious because I I think. I want people to understand that like the game of remote closing or like sale or just really any anything that is worth having at the end of the day like is always going to have adversity and setbacks and roadblocks. So for you from I mean I know it's been a short amount of time since you've you know been in the program but in like the two-ish yeah in like the two-ish months you've you've been doing like the remote closing stuff what has been maybe some like you know something that you can give it as advice because it was a challenge to you that like you kind of just like give someone as, as a piece of advice, um, you know, moving forward. Yeah. I mean, loads of advice, um, from self learning lessons. Right. I mean, one of the biggest ones is believe in yourself. Right. I mean, confidence is key. Um, when I started, I was nervous and I was anxious when it came time for the pipeline interviews, I didn't even care if I got placed. Right. Um, so it's just having confidence in your training yourself, your potential, knowing your potential, that's the biggest one. Um, and just keeping your head up, that, that's that's one of the biggest um, lessons learned for me. I think the second one is like, this is your training and it's your money. And if you aren't getting out of this, like what you want and what you should be getting, um, don't suffer in silence. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's an ongoing investment and you need to control where your money goes like, every step of the way. And you need to control where your effort and energy goes every step of the way. So, I mean, like taking the opportunity to speak to your coaches, speak to other people and truly get the most out of this is it's imperative because RCA gives you all the tools necessary and they even give you instructions on how to use the tools but it's up to you to actually pick them up and, and, and use that nail and hammer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's huge, right? It's, it's taking the accountability that you know that you need to in order to see success. Cause you know, we've talked about it before. Like I love to say like, this is an easy thing to do. And you know, it's, it's just, you know, you pay the investment and bada bing, bada boom, you're making money, but that's, that's not it. Right. Like the keys to the castle are literally in front of you. And that's not even with just our program, right? Other, you know, programs out there, a lot of times we'll have, Hey, here's the framework. Here's the script. Here's everything. But if you just kind of sit around and, and wait for things, you know, Cole has the example sometimes like, you know, if you're in a manifestation, whatever, it's like, if you can't just manifest something and sit and, you know, hope that it's going to be there. Cause you know, there's, there's action that comes into place, right? There's, there has to be something that is done on your end in order to see, see success. So, you know, for, for you and, you know, let's, let's talk about the, uh, the parts that everyone always watches these interviews for, like, what are the successes, right? We've talked about the come up. We've talked about some of the program. Um, what have been, you know, some, some of the successes that you've seen coming in and we kind of talked about it a little bit ago, but you know, you've been able to come into one offer, realize, Hey, like kind of like we said at the very beginning, right? Like you deserve more. Like you think that, you know, there's, there's others out there that will, you know, that you can see success more. And so let's just kind of give a, an overview of uh, some of the main successes so far. And we can, we'll, we'll kind of dive into each of those. Yeah. I mean, if you want me to be honest, man, um, it started with the pipeline interview. Um, I got ready, hopped on the pipeline interview, and I remember like ex- like my expectations were really high, and the bar for them was really high. And you had to present yourself well, and you you had to dress nice. And I was like, okay, like I'm a little bit nervous. I got on, and I was like, all right, you know, let's see what this is about. Um, you know, I went through it, 
uh, got into the pipeline, but I wasn't really interested anymore. I was like, oh, like, this is cool. Now that I'm finally here, this is it. You know what I mean? And I just thought, like, do I really want to go and just work for some other clients? Um, I know some business owner and not really know them and just kind of be thrown into a role that I don't really want. You know, obviously you get to pick or choose what you want to work with and you do a bit of vetting, but it just didn't seem appealing to me. So I was like, okay, um, it's time for me to step outside the RCA bubble because I didn't do any self-sourcing or anything like that. And that's part of the training, right? Teaching you how to get your own jobs, how to do your own vetting. Um, so I did some outreach. Um, I found a business owner. Um, I found multiple business owners. And I would just reach out to people. I'd be like, hey, what do you do? How do you do it? Why do you do it? And I would just get so much information, feedback. I hopped on a couple calls with them. Not looking for a job, but just genuinely curious about their business model and what they do. Um, I ended up reaching out to this one guy, Francesco, who ran a agency that, um, excuse me, consults with businesses um, and implements uh, a setter model, right? So they train them on how to implement setters and uh, increase their revenue by, you know, $50,000 a month or whatever. Um, and then they also go ahead and train setters and then they hire them out to those agencies that they contract with. Um, so I found those guys and I was interested in their training. They brought me on board. Um, about a week into it, they realized like, okay, you know your stuff. And that was all thanks to RCA, right? I had the confidence, I had the, the baseline, I knew the structure, I knew how to talk to people thanks to RCA. And uh, they put me with the client in the fitness niche about uh, a couple days into that. Um, I was like, look guys, I love this, but I wanna stay with you guys. Like I wanna stay with the agency and work for you guys and help other people make this transition. And they gave me the chance uh, because you know, of my training and my confidence, of my experience with an RCA and my potential when they saw that. Nice man. Yeah. And, and I'm glad that you, you know, kind of talked about that because I, I want to just like, I think the, the name of the game, like with this or with really with any business and when you're bringing on clients or working with other people is just setting proper expectations. Right. And, and I don't want people to listen to this podcast thinking like, all right, so you're going to learn remote closing and you're going to find, you know, right off the bat, you're going to find a company that you're going to stay with for the next 30 years. And it's going to be perfect. And commission structure is great and culture is great, but just like any job out there, right? Not every single one is going to be the right fit for you. And it sounds like, you know, it's very similar in your situation of like, Hey, like this is great, but you know, what are your ideas on this? And, and obviously it's, it's helped out to get you to, to the point where you are. 100%. It's just being curious. And like, if you know that you are capable of more and then you have people like telling you all the time that like, oh, you need more training, you need more experience, that can definitely like tear you down a bit. But like, you just got to keep going. Like if you know that you know what you're doing and you know you're confident and you know that you can sell, you just got to sell yourself to people. And the truth is, is and like everyone's been selling their entire lives, right? They've been selling their thoughts, their opinions their suggestions to people their entire lives, right? It might not be in the form of traditional sales experience, but we've all done it. And, and honestly, that's what I did, right? And so within two weeks of finishing my training with that agency, I went from uh, being a student to um, a closer and now they're a senior consultant and manager for client success. So, I mean, now I'm the guy doing the interviews and I'm the guy making sure that everyone's happy at the end of the day with their product. And it just comes to show how real this opportunity we're going to close against. Love it, man. So, uh, you know, we, we talked about kind of like the opportunity in general, but let's talk about, cause you haven't really been there, you know, that, that lot, you know, within, you know, this whole process happening within two months, but what are like, what's kind of like the, um, 
you know, we, we like OTE, right? On track earnings. So like if you're hitting a mi minimum KPIs, like what is just like the income potential um, where you currently are? Because I know, you know, in an offer like this and in most offers, like you can start somewhere and and build up as you go. And again, back to the expectation thing, I want people to hear that and know it's not something where, you know, like traditional work where it's like, oh, you have this opportunity and then like a year in you get a dollar raise, right? It's not, that's not it at all, right? The potential is huge. So go ahead. Yeah, so like a realistic number, like starting out when I first got the company, right before I moved on to my current position in management, um, I was looking at about an additional, like as a setter, because originally they brought me on as a setter, I was looking at about $46,000 a month with one client. Um, and obviously if I took on two clients, it would double to 12,000, but I didn't want to do that. Um, so honestly, I think like the average earning and from what, honestly, from what I've heard, it's around like four to 8,000 starting out as a setter, right? Like don't go in there with the expectation of making 10, 12,000 if you're just starting out, you know, that's always great to have as a goal, but it might be unrealistic, especially with some companies. But dude, like um, what I'm making. No, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll finish off. Yeah, no, but I, I just wanted to, to kind of jump in there because it's 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 crazy to me sometimes like just to think about just like the way that we talk about money, right? I think like a um, you know anyone that's listening to this that you know the moment that you hear that an entry level position, I mean Rob literally started this again like within two months ago, and we're talking about how as a setter as an entry level position if you put in the work. I mean, you can, oh no, we're going to make a minimum of the 48,000, like four to 8,000 a month, right? Like that is crazy, right? That when, when you're talking to someone that, you know, they go to school for 10 years, right? And they, they crack, you know, a hundred to, you know, $150,000 a year. And when we're talking about, you know, 48,000, it's like, again, that's entry level. So if you, if anyone's listening to this and like first, like the, the first thing that, that comes to your mind when you say, when we say 48,000 as a entry level position and you th automatically think like, oh, there's no way, or like, that's not possible or whatever. Like the first thing that needs to happen is for you to really, really think about and, and, and meditate on like your own personal views on money, right? Because if you think that's a lot of money, it's going to be really, really difficult for you to help other people to the point where they're also spending that and investing in themselves. Right. So it's like, I just want to throw that in there. Cause it's, I think it's just huge. It's massive. Like that's the, I think the biggest thing that I, back in 2017, when I started my own thing and I was like, Oh, $10,000 a month. Like that's a lot. Like I, I don't think I'll ever be able to make that. Right. That's, that's a lot of money. But when you can really just, again, just believe to your core that, Oh, 48, four to 8,000 is, is entry level, you know? Um, sorry, I cut you off a little bit, but I think that's, that's really important. Good. And then like, I mean, to, to hop on what you just said, I mean, there's going to be some people out there that are sitting there and they're like, oh, 48,000 entry level. That's ridiculous. That's not even enough for me. And to those people, I would say it is, okay, um, what value can you provide to a company, to a business owner, to a coach right now that you deserve more than that, right? And so that's how I got my raise. I demonstrated my potential, demonstrated what I could provide. And so now I went from, you know, making like 500, 600, 700, like a you know, a day to the, you know, with less than a week from that, um, potential to earn, you know, eight to $10,000 a month, um, in my position now in sales management. And that's because then I showed, I know what I'm doing. I, I showed my confidence. I showed my potential and, um, I showed my desire to want to help people. And I think that's really big. Dude, I'm super proud of you, man. Like we just, we literally just met on this call, but like, I, I really am. I think, 
you know, the, the amount of work and effort and having that confidence and it's not easy, right? Like I, I can tell just from, you know, talking to you for the last 40 minutes, right? Like you, you kind of have some of that baked in confidence and like, you know, the tonality and stuff like that. But I do want everyone to know, like a lot of it will just come from like, you know, people always ask, oh, well, like, you know, I'll tell people confidence is a huge part of this. It's like, okay, well, Aaron, how do we gain confidence? Well, you just do it. You do it over and over again, right? You don't, you know, if I was to go, yeah, yeah, well, we'll, we'll talk about that. What do you mean? Honestly, what do I mean? Um, there are times where like I'm, I'm stopping my foot or I'm tapping my knee, you know, during a sales call and uh, no one sees it. And I'm just like, I'm like, all right, like I just got to focus in and I've got to project my voice and I've got to breathe properly and I've got to own the conversation. I've got to take charge. I've got to be that leader. And uh, people have the time they don't notice, you know, so like, even if you're going through your mind while you're on a sales call or during your training or even your mock calls and you're practicing and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I suck at this. Don't, don't show that, you know, um, it's a poker face. And eventually over time, that's going to, that poker face is going to turn into your real face. Well, exactly. And I think that's like, that that's the point I'm trying to make. Cause like, even if you, you know, if it right off the bat, like you aren't confident, I think even just being able to fake it, like, comes with a little bit of understanding that, okay, I, I, I know what I'm doing. Like I have the foundation. I like, I kind of know. Yeah. I just, I kind of know where this conversation needs to go, but you're also able to like, you know, kind of get past that. So I think that's going to like, there, you're, there's always going to be some sort of like, you know, hesitancy or, or nervousness that, that come off on like your first handful of calls. Um, so cool, man. Like what's, um, I guess after, after, you know, what you've gone through and, you know, from, you know, you're with this offer now and it sounds like you really enjoy that and you're going to be with them for, for a while. Um, what would you say to someone that's like, you know, kind of like in your situation, maybe a little bit younger and, uh, you know, they, they have seen remote closing or maybe it's the first time they're seeing remote closing and they're thinking, you know, should I do remote closing or, you know, should I, um, I don't know, should I like start my own business or should I do Shopify or should I do any of these things, right? What would you say to someone about that? Right there, right there. Dude, <laughs> it's funny because I have people that tell me that all the time. They're like, I want to do investing. I want to go buy real estate. I want to go start my own business. I want to do Amazon FBA, dropship, blah, 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 blah. And it always boils down to the same thing is unless you have some amazing, huge, you know, trust fund, um, you need capital to do all that stuff, man. So, I mean, I know my parents, they weren't going to lend me a million dollars to go ahead and invest in real estate and all that stuff. So um, think of all the goals you have, right? Like on a serious note, all jokes aside, think of all the goals you have, right? You want to open up that business. You want to do drop shipping. You want to invest. Um, think about, can you do that doing what you're doing now, right? So whether you're in college, whether you're in high school, whether you're working, um, you know, a job in retail or customer service, like, are you going to be able to make that money so that you can invest and grow personally or professionally? And the answer is probably going to be no. And if the answer is no, it's time looking at remote closing because that's how you're going to go ahead and gain that financial freedom and resources to take your life to the next step. That's how you're going to go ahead and be able to invest. That's how you're going to be able to start your own business and generate revenue. Yeah, man. A lot of people don't talk about, you know, they say, Hey, like, it's so easy to do blah, blah, blah. And again, like I, I will never, you'll never hear anything come out of my mouth that says remote closing is easy. Right. And none, none of these things are easy, but the, the one thing that is different though, is, you know, if you're looking to start a product or a business or anything, like you said, not only the capital that needs to be able that, that you need in order to start those businesses, but the skill sets, right. 
if you don't, I mean, what happens when you go into start your own business and you can't sell the thing that you have? <laughs> it becomes really difficult yeah. Yeah. to scale, right? So if you can learn, you know, all the skill sets that, you know, that working with these already existing businesses, you can learn sales, right? If you're doing remote closing, you can learn how a meeting is run. You can learn the culture. You can learn uh, fulfillment. You can learn all these different things. So let's say you do that for a year, right? And you're plugged into an already successful business. Guess what? Not only are you going to have the capital to, to start that, but you're going to start off. Yeah. Start off with a lot more experience around what it takes to build a business. So, you know, we're, we're biased, but I, that's, that's the way I think about it. So, so leave it off, man. I mean, like, I can't think of any other industry where a 17, 18, 19, 20 year old kid even has the ability to infiltrate a six, seven figure business, potentially a million dollar worth of business. Right. And then, um, be involved in your sales process and, and, and be integrated in that and, and gain that experience and knowledge. It's just, a, it's an awesome experience. And you're right, Aaron, it's not easy. But if you're motivated and, and you want to do this, you know, RCA doesn't let you fail. Yes, sir. All right. I would end it there, but one last thing that I want to want to ask, and, and this is for someone, you know, if you're, if, let's say you're talking to someone or someone is watching this and if we've gotten to this point, like they're interested, we're 35, 40 minutes into this. What would you say to someone that is, okay, they understand we, they just heard what we said about remote closing. Okay. This is the way to go. Um, what would you say to someone that knows that and has been thinking about joining RCA and they're in a position that you were where they, where you were like, yeah, I had the first call and I don't know if I should do this. Like, is it worth it? What would you say to that person to get them to step over that line into RCA? Think about your goals. That's it. Think about your goals. And then think about your current situation, what you're doing to get there. If you don't see a direct path to your goals within a certain amount of time, it's it's time to try something else. And and that something else is probably the one closing academy. And it, it was for me. It was for a lot of people. Awesome, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you here in a second, like just some, one of the biggest like pieces of advice takeaways you would give to someone. And I'll, I'll let you think about that for a second. But, um, for anyone that is watching up to this point, um, what I do want to offer you guys is if you want to learn more about the remote closing Academy, again, if you've made it this far into this episode in this podcast, you're probably interested. And after, you know, some of the things that Rob has been able to do in just a short, a short amount of time. So, um, I'm not going to sell you anything on this call or anything, but I am going to push you over to another video that will break, uh, you know, if this is your first time learning about remote closing, or you just want to learn more about the industry in general. Um, we have a full on, I believe it's a, like a 30 minute video. I think that breaks everything down from Cole, uh, the founder of RCA. And uh, what he does just goes over how he got started, how he was able to make in his second year of remote closing. Um, oh, actually, no, first year in remote closing, um, over $500,000 in a single year. And that's commissions. That's not revenue, anything like that. Like that is take home cash. Now I'm not going to calculate taxes, but you get it. Um, check out the video. It's going to be in, if you're watching on YouTube down in the description and then also on the podcast app, we have a, a link in the show notes so you can check that out. Um, again, I'm not going to sell you anything on this video, but I do want you guys to check that out if you do want a little bit more information about uh, remote closing in general. So, uh, Rob, hopefully that was enough time to, to give us some takeaways, but what you got? Yeah, yeah. So I think the biggest thing that is, is, is value, not time. And what I mean by that is um, some of you might already believe this that are listening in. Some of you like know this already and have that mindset. And that's awesome. You know, you're killing it already. And I, I think you're going to kill it. <laughs> but, um, you know, some of you don't, uh, and, and you might have to hear this. You get paid for the value you provide to a company, not your time. And I can't stress that enough. 
if you're dedicated and you're a high performer and you have high potential and you can demonstrate all of that, you can literally take the job of the guy that hired you. And I did. Love it, man. All right, guys. Well, I just want to go ahead and end this by, you know, saying thank you so much, Rob, for, for spending the time with us. Um, I know this is going to get into the right hands and, and or I guess to the right ears to, to listen to this and uh, and just give them that motivation that they need to uh, to whether it is jump into remote closing or just like take control of their life and uh, and start taking action towards what you said, you know, taking understanding your goals and then doing the things that you need to to get to that point. So um, again, once again, Rob, appreciate you coming on. Uh, for those of you that are watching, thanks so much for listening. This is Aaron from the Remote Closing Academy podcast, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Talk soon. Check out the link in the description. See you guys next time. Talk soon. Peace.